Welcome to Nine School Podcast with your host, Gil Christian Boyer, George Bacazzi, and Paul Muser. Let's have a show. Alright, so in today's episode, we're going to be covering the national climate strike that's been happening. A little more specifically, what happened in Boston, because that's where we are. And it's the most relevant to us, but we are also going to touch upon what happened in the rest of the country. So yeah, today, September 20th, I mean, students from across the greater Boston area, I mean, they skipped schools, and I, workers as well, and went to the climate strike in Boston to advocate before the United Nations Summit on uh, climate change for bigger change and mm. the change well, for the better. Yeah. A little more action, yeah. And I'm um, sorry, I think I need to interrupt you guys for a quick second. Another huge event today, um, in case you guys missed it, the Area 51 raid. Um, big time in human history. We weren't able to go. It's going in the books. Unfortunately, we weren't able to make it and cover it for you guys. We would have loved to, but we had. Interestingly, but yeah, if any of you are yeah. out there, please let us know how that, <laughs> that ended up. Um, Only a hundred people won, I believe, and one was arrested for public urination. Really? You hate to see it. You hate to see. It. I mean, public urination. You gotta watch out. I mean, you gotta watch out. They thought the numbers were going to take over, but. Uh, doesn't look like it worked out. I guess yeah, they could the stop FBI everyone. But <laughs> well, anyways, uh, back to the global climate strike. I mean, um, what we're seeing this year compared to last year is I think people are realizing the effects of climate change aren't just in the distant future. They're starting to happen now. Yeah, I think it's a lot of the more noticeable stuff that's been happening that's really triggering people to go out and do something. I think notably the California fires, the, the wildfires, those really, I think, just ticked people. Like, mm. it really just got them in the mindset that, okay, like, something seriously needs to happen. And now, I mean, this is this is the uh, outcome. And I, I think this is for a good thing. It's good that this is happening, and it's good that it's gaining this much attention. Um, what do you guys think about it? I think in America, especially, I mean, we're seeing that people are angry. I mean, Trump pulled us out of the Paris Climate Agreement that was made in 2015, yeah. which many criticize as being too lenient, right? So if, if we're not even doing the minimum, we're doing nothing, and we're only yeah. making the problem worse. I know in France and in other countries in Europe, they're starting to do a, a carbon tax on if you're buying a car, anything. So if you're, if you're hurting the environment in any way, they're trying to tax it to reduce the amount of carbon emissions and to improve the environment and try and save our planet, basically. Yeah, but what I find interesting is that uh, the fact that it's students who are kind of leading this, and obviously it started with Greta, who's a 16-year-old uh, girl, a 16-year-old girl who's starting it, I think that's a different, um, it's a different take on, on, on fighting social, on, on being a social justice warrior. It's mm -hmm. starting from young people, high schoolers, even middle schoolers in some places, even elementary school mm -hmm. students. And, you know, um, in New York City alone, uh, there were 1.1 million students allowed to skip school for this event. So it's not just that students are actually going against mm -hmm. the schools and going out. But specifically in New York, the, uh, the, the city is allowing them to go out yeah. and, 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 uh -huh. and support the strike. But I think strike. it's very important. I mean, we're seeing a lot of young people starting to go out against this. And the reason is because it affects them. It doesn't really affect the 16, 70-year-old politicians. It affects the 16 and 17-year-olds who are going to have to deal with it yeah. in 20, 30 years, I mean, or maybe even 10 years. I mean, the problem is so widespread. And I mean, if we don't do anything soon, I think there was something that said, if in 18 months we don't change drastically there's, no there's a point of no return yeah i mean it's a one great it's a little grim way of looking at it that the uh the elderly might not be looking at it with as much importance as us but i mean it is interesting that you guys mentioned the point that it's students leading this i mean we've seen this as a trend basically happening recently not only with the whole climate change business but also the school shootings as well it was students taking initiative in the, in the florida mm. parkland shooting and I that's mean, how uh, that's mm -hmm. how anything works if it affects you then it's important to you so i think yeah. 
the fact that students are standing, or at least young people are being mm. uh, pushing this idea forward, I don't think that's a surprise. I think that makes sense because it, mm. it's going to affect yeah. us. It's not the 80-year-old, as, as, as you guys mentioned. It's, it's the 16, 17, 18, 19-year-old yeah. who has to, who's going to have to live with this. Yeah. And as you guys said, in, you know, if we keep living the way we live in, in a couple months, in 18 months or something like that, we will be at the point of no return. And you, know, you don't want to tell any young person that Mm-hmm. Your, in 18 months your future yeah. is now in jeopardy because yeah. of how we decided to live and I mean I once heard I mean I, there's, there's starting to be this movement of reducing the voting age to 16 and when I first heard this I thought like this is ridiculous I mean 16 like I know some 16 year olds I mean our grade grade below be who might not be fit to vote yeah. but I mean it, it is important that young people start getting involved in the political process early I mean I think voter turnout is around 50% and I think if we start people early getting involved in the political process when we start It'll teaching up, it in yeah. school at least being active I mean it's hard to teach um, in school without showing a point of view yeah. well, but we well, need to teach students early how to be involved in the political process so that yeah. later they have a good effect well I do agree that it's important to have uh, participation in, in policy and in, and in, and in, a, in politics and in government I don't think voting a 16 year old at 16 that's, yeah, I think that's I think a little too extreme voting at 16 yeah. is a little because, strange, but, but I, I understand your point that pe- younger people should but the idea is there I mean we have a lot of 16 year olds going out campaigning for candidates I, in I local elections and for voting because I think there's a lot I think of some are some definitely are right? even some are based on the last election yeah. maybe even some non yeah. 18 some, some people over the age of 18 should not have voted right yeah. <laughs> depending on how you feel about yeah. that but that's your view so mm-hmm. I don't think Necessarily allowing more people to vote means that we we help the planet or we make better decisions in the future. I think educating people is better. Mm. So it doesn't matter if we allow all the 16 year olds in the world to vote or in America to vote. I mean, if they're misinformed, if they don't know yeah. information, if they don't have actual information, then they'll make they'll make the wrong decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a matter of educating people and really, you know, showing them how immediate this this threat of, of the climate of, of climate changes yeah. and you know. As much as we have all these students in Belmont, in, in Boston, in New York, in D.C. who are supporting this movement, we have some who are, cl- who are calling this strike a clown movement, right? And if you're aware of the meme, the, the clown putting on... It, it's a joke because it's a meme, right? There's, yeah. you know, a meme. Mm. It, people are putting it up. It's Someone does something funny. They're clowns, right? Yeah. And, you know, I've overheard students saying that this is for clowns. People who are doing this... <laughs> People and it's it's funny, it's, right? It's funny to think about. I mean, in my right? opinion, it's ridiculous. I mean, these people, you realize the implications. You of realize the, the implication, and right, w- yeah. like I laugh at that. Yeah. Because it's some things. It's just so sad. Like it, yeah. it's at the point. Like like how can you put together yeah. a thought like that? Like mm-hmm. you know, like how can yeah. you think that people are trying to yeah. fight for our planet? I mean, are clowns. To me, at least, it seems like the people that are calling the students who are taking the initiative clowns are the ones who don't really maybe care about or maybe politics. not understand maybe, maybe, maybe they're the clowns yeah. but they're just not as involved or these problems just don't seem as important to them they're, they're not the ones taking initiative and that want to make change. and that's why i mean some people are arguing i mean 16 is a bit young i mean there's a certain maturity level needed to be able to vote yeah. and people need to understand the stakes i mean what's at stake i mean we have a future it's very easy that the, the human race has the power to make the earth a better place and to destroy completely and so our vote actually has implications on that matter and that's why it takes a certain level of maturity and understanding of the subjects to be able to vote and really have a good opinion and but i don't think age really decides that i think there's 30 year olds yeah, who aren't yeah. mature enough to I vote and there's age decides that. and as, of I now, as far as we haven't decided as of now 18 is the age that you vote and right we still keep in mind like 
as much as we have all the 16-year-olds who are going out and striking and, you know, voicing their opinion and really demanding change, we also have the ones making the Area 51 code. The, you know, yeah, the, the Area right? 51 memes. So we still have whole, that. So as much as, as much as it, some of us are very, you know, some others are very advanced in the, mm. in, in the way they, they are critical thinkers and the way they look at life and the way they look at the world. Yeah. That's not true. I honestly, that's I, not I, I agree true that, in America. That's not true yeah. in Boston. That's not true in Belmont. Yeah. That's not true in the, in our classrooms yeah. of twenty five students. For sure, it's but it's just not true. I agree, but I I would say that there's not necessarily that many more eighteen year olds that are informed as opposed to sixteen year olds or seventeen year olds. Who are but informed. so I, I mean, for us to change the the voting age, we need I guess. <coughs> I mean, I don't really see a that strong. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's yeah. right. That's this is our hypothetical. If we live in a bubble and we make things happen like yeah. that, mm. we need. I guess you have burden of proof, right? What, yeah. Right, burden of proof. So why? It's the reason can't be. It has to be a solid. It has to be a solid reason. So yeah. I don't see that happen. Yeah. But I mean, maybe if sixteen-year-olds keep going out and 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 striking and 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 voicing their opinions, maybe that that could be the the yeah. future for us. I, I mean, think they are the ones that are campaigning the, and driving all these. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main point is, I mean, maybe sixteen-year-olds shouldn't vote. But they should be more involved in the political process because the earlier you start, the more you get, and the more likely you're going to make the right decision when you're 18, when you're 20. And I mean, no one really knows what the right decision is, but you have to make the right decision for you, and you have to at least know what you want and do what's best for you and, I mean, the planet. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that more people should become involved politically, but I honestly do appreciate the fact that at, at least at our school and our grade, I think that when I go to have lunch and every, basically like half, half of the grade is there just sitting at the same like long lunch table... There are a lot of like intelligent, intellectual conversations that are happening about politics, about what's happening in today's day and age. And not everyone is as informed as, as other people, but I think everyone at least is passionate about it to some degree. That's why I think like people should be educated about it more. Mm-hmm. But I have a question for all of you. Do you think there should be more regulation uh, to curb climate change, or do you think we're going in the right direction? Well, of course there should be more regulation. I mean, this is our future we're talking about. And mm-hmm. the, the exact same reason why I support all the other 17-year-olds going out and doing that is the exact same reason I support it is because mm-hmm. it is our future. And even though I might not be able to go to the strike because, you know, I have other things to do, it doesn't mean I, 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 still, yeah. I still care for it. And it's yeah. something that puts, and even if it doesn't put me at risk, which it does, yeah. it puts the generation after me at risk. And it's about, I think f- for me, it's about thinking about, right, life is bigger than you, right? As much yeah. as you, important your life is, it's, it's bigger than that. Yeah. And so it's about, so how does it affect me? And if it doesn't, how does it af- affect the person next to me? And if it doesn't, how does it affect the person across the world from me? Yeah. And that's how I look at life. And so I think this is something that it, it's important to me. Yeah. But I think we also saw this when the Amazon, I mean, there were a lot of forest fires. I think there was a 50% increase in forest fires or 60% increase in forest fires this year in the Amazon. And people said, the lungs of our earth are burning. And I thought, that's a great analogy, right? We are one planet where yeah. the earth is almost like a person and we need to take care of this person in order for all of us to be able to thrive and survive. In this yeah, world. I mean, I do agree that something needs to be done. I'm not exactly sure what that is because that is a massive question. Mm-hmm. Um I don't want to get too much into this whole, like, Green New Deal thing as well. Um, like, for example, looking at the Green New Deal, like, I don't agree with um, the details of it. But the incentives and the, like, the motives behind it, the ideas, mm-hmm. I can get behind it. I can, I can get behind the fact that people want to make change. People, like, actually want to get something done. There are definitely good ideas behind it, good intentions behind yeah. it. But, I mean, whenever you have a political debate, there's one extreme, there's the other extreme. And usually the best is somewhere in the middle or a bit more to the one side or the other. But it's never the extreme. You, you always want, I mean, 
change, but change only happens when there's an yeah. extreme yeah. pushing for something. And then, and then the other the other people are like, all right, well, we can't give you all of this, but we'll give you this. So I think it's a good idea that there are people advocating for this Green New Deal because this Green New Deal coming out is going to cause maybe not the Green New Deal being implemented, but something to happen. Something, yeah, yeah. I, I, I and we need something, that. and that's for sure. I mean, pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord, probably one of the worst decisions of Trump's presidency. I mean, I think the ban on flavored e-cigarettes is probably his best decision. The next one, which we did have an episode on, yeah, which we talked about last week. If you want to see, but I think his worst decision uh, is pulling out the Paris Climate Accord, and I think that might be what he's remembered for. That might be his legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that could be it. But I mean, I I I guess it's it's unfortunate that we need to have our climate, our, our planet to be in imminent danger for us to start voicing, you know, mm-hmm. our opinions and start going out there and mm-hmm. being active and being activists. But maybe, maybe, you know, it is time, yeah. right? So as yeah. much as, as much as the, the truth is, our planet being damaged is something you don't want to think about. It shouldn't yeah. be happening. But this is like a wake, wake up call for many people, right? For yeah. everyone, st- for people, who, you know, five, 10 years ago, climate change was not a real issue. And for some, it's yeah. still not the case. But now you can see it, right? Yeah. We're, I mean, we're at the point, we're almost at the point of no return. Yeah. Now, like, just think about that. There like, are people in our school who still say, it's, yeah, right? There's man made climate change? That doesn't exist. All right, yeah, but Gil, going off that, I mean, the idea is there's these invisible gases, right? And, like, it's CO2, right? And we're releasing CO2 in the environment with everything that we do, with technology, with using a plane, using a car. And people, I mean, they don't realize what effect they're having because it's this invisible gas. And they're not thinking, oh, well, me doing this affects this. The fact that every single person plays a small part in the problem doesn't mean that no single person should do something. Every single person should do a small part to fix the problem. And for the most yeah. part, it's you know spending five less minutes in the shower. It's uh, maybe not wearing, make sure you wear every single article of clothing in your closet. It's yeah. the small things. It starts a yeah. small thing, and uh, you can't. I don't think you any any. We can all solve this problem by all waiting until the moment when everyone gets on board. I think it starts by person by person. It yeah. starts with strikes. It starts by actions. It starts by you know maybe eating less red meat. That that that's a what's a way to do it. And it's it's maybe you know carpooling to to work or carpooling to yeah. school or even biking. You know if you live within if you live close by, maybe live twenty minutes early and bike or walk. There's all these things that you can do to protect the earth. And yeah. it seems like a little. But it's all together. All together, it means something. So if it's just one of us doing it, that's different. But if you do, and then your friends are likely to do it. If Mm -hmm. your friends likely to do it, then the other friend group is likely to do it. So it's such a ripple effect. And by the time you know it, your school's doing it, your town's doing it, the neighborhood, the town nearby is doing it, everyone's doing it. And you know, maybe we might be able to reverse this. Yeah. And go back to your point about how I mean, it's unfortunate that it's gone this bad, and now we're finally trying to do something about it. It does suck, but yeah, like you were saying, at least we're doing something now. And I feel it's the same thing with Jewel, right? I feel like we waited until it got this bad now, until we started hearing about all these cases to finally start trying to do something, start trying to make an effort to stop it and with the Jewel ban and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It sucks that it, that it is the way it is, but um, I guess something bad needs to happen for people to become yeah, better Yeah, I mean, that's things. how it works. I think it takes trust for change to happen. I mean, people have to trust that everyone else is going to do their part because, I mean, people have the mindset that what I do doesn't matter because everyone else isn't going to do anything to change it, which could be false. I mean, if you trust that everyone else will do it and everyone else trusts that you will do it, people are going to do what's best for themselves. Yeah. And what's best for themselves is what's best for the earth, right? And so that's the thing. You ha- like People don't realize that there's a problem until it's right in their face, until there's 
heat waves all across Europe until, until we have the 10 times. hottest summers, yeah. until there's hurricanes, until the Amazon's burning. I mean, you have to see a picture for people to believe it. It can't just be an invisible gas CO2, you know? It can't just be numbers on a graph. Yeah. And it, that's unfortunate, but that's the way the human brain works, and that's the way I think we're wired. And I think that's why uh, the government should be taking action. There should be maybe carbon taxes. There should be some sort of thing to curb and to discourage people from really doing anything that's going to hurt the environment. I mean, I read something that to reduce driving, making buses free does not reduce people who drive. Because if more people use buses, there's less traffic and people are encouraged to drive. Mm, yeah. How you make driving less common is to make it very annoying to drive, to make more bike lanes, to make more bus-only lanes, and then people can't drive, right? Because yeah. they're going to be 30 minutes in traffic, might as well take the bus. Take but you have to make it annoying yeah. for someone to stop. You can't make it easier to do something yeah. else. That's a great point you raised. But honestly, I think when, for me personally, I like the direction we're going because I think as as a generation, I think we're getting much much better at at handling, I guess, social issues. And this, I, even in the last you know three months, I, I you can see these, there's been a period of growth. For example, when the Amazon Fire came out, everyone was re was reposting on Instagram, retweeting, you know, Facebook. Facebooking, how that works. Everyone was doing all those things, but no one enough? was doing anything. People mm -hmm. were retweeting and saying, oh, I just found out about this. Why isn't everyone doing anything? Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. great, but the it fire is still going yeah, on. Yeah, it's it's go off that. But, but on the other hand, if you look at the strike, this is, hey, this yeah. matters to us, yeah. and now we're going to do it. Yeah. I think that's, such a, that's so much growth in such a little period of time. Yeah. And obviously, the, 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 um, the strike has been planned for a long time, but the fact that we are now kind of advancing from we're going to retweet and repost to now, hey, we're going to take this Friday. Yeah, as opposed to thoughts and a prayer. But yeah. it, it's almost ridiculous, these Instagram accounts. Like, people are reposting them. I mean, there were, there were certain accounts that were saying, for every repost on a story, we're going to plant a tree. And some of those were real, right? They were verified accounts. Not too many. But then you check some of them. You went on them. They didn't have a website. They didn't have any reputable source. They were just fake accounts. They were trying to profit off and get subscribers or followers so they can sell they the accounts later. And so what you're seeing is people trying to profit off this change, and that's obviously not what you want. What you want is to call your politicians to find a way to make a difference that you know is going to be meaningful. I mean, you have to vet your sources, and you have to make sure that what you do will actually make a difference and make a change. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. What? No one can jump in on that? Uh, <laughs> Do you want to wrap it up? I mean, I think we've, we've said that at all. <coughs> Alright, Gil, let's wrap it up. <coughs> so just be like, alright, and I think that's a great point, Paul. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be so annoying at it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> just fucking talk. Like, Alright. Just say that's a great point, Paul. Try and stay in the same position you were, because it's gonna be so. Right. Yeah. What did you say again? I said to make a difference, but make, make sure what you do makes a difference. Yeah. That's a great point, Paul. And in the end, I'm happy with those yeah. yeah, and that's a great point. <laughs> I can't do it. I literally can't do it. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Alright, no, I got it. Are you the closer? Well, you're the closer, closer right? You're Kobe, right? right? You're Kobe this show. Alright, let's do it. Alright. Big dog. Let's go. Yeah, and, that, and that's a great point, right? The idea is um, in order to make a difference, it has to matter to you. And for, and for it to matter to you, that means that you're taking actions 
to do something about it. Yeah. So, you know, if, right, the idea that the, our planet might not be inhabitable in, in some sort, in, in some near future, First of all, that's scary, that's scary yeah. right? So what that means is that it matters to me. And if it matters to me, rather than me driving to school, I'm going to bike to school. Even though it's very, it's very inconvenient to bike to school sometimes. <laughs> and maybe it's really inconvenient to walk to school. Hey, but you know what? But I'll do it. You have to make sacrifices, right? Yeah. I'd rather sacrifice walking to school for a few months rather than, you know, cutting off a couple of years off off of off the earth's yeah, life. So the earth and probably ours. And probably ours, right? Because I mean if the earth is not there, I don't think yeah. we're gonna I mean I read something that three point at this rate there'd be a three point two degrees Celsius increase in temperature by twenty one hundred. Jeez. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'd like to live to a hundred. I mean, I don't know how my quality of life will be. Let's by see then, where but science is I mean, when right? the time comes. But, uh, I mean, and if science is there, but I mean, it's gonna hit two. Habitable, and then but it doesn't matter, yeah. right? The, yeah. the, the two degrees Celsius that all scientists are warning about is supposed to be breached by twenty fifty three. Think about that. I'll be fifty years old. I mean, I'll, I'll be my prime. That's my prime. <laughs> In your prime, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a scary thing to think about. But to a lot of people, I feel like wow. two degrees might not seem like anything. I mean, two degrees. Two three degrees. What's that? That's just a. Uh, Hey, a little extended a little summer. Hotter, a little warmer. I don't mind the warm. You yeah, know that. I mean, I don't like. But the problem anyways, is, right? The Sahara Desert in Africa is actually growing. The African governments have to get together to make a wall of trees to prevent the Sahara Desert from growing and expanding. If you increase the temperature, maybe where you live, it won't be too bad. But in the equator, things oh, are going to start dying, again. and things are going to spread, and it's going to be. It could cause a mass extinction because. Maybe people can't adapt quickly enough. Yeah. Right, it's underdeveloped, underdeveloped nations who are being really who are being hurt mm-hmm. by this. It's actually everyone who lives on Earth who's being. I need newsflash, right? <laughs> it's everyone who lives on Earth who's yeah. being affected by this. Yeah. So it might not be real to you right now, but you know it, it's, it might it's, be. it's gonna strike at some years, point. Yeah, but you know, to, I, I like I like where this is going. Right, anytime I see young people going up there and you know making sure their voices are heard. And and representing their beliefs, that's that's what you have to ask for. That's the, um, that's the greatest thing we can have. And that's mm-hmm. I think as a generation, that's something we've been really good at for the most part, going out there and supporting mm-hmm. what we believe in. And but, honestly, but, if we keep going at this pace, I think I think we might be fine. Hopefully, if we'll we keep end up working at this pace. Better, I think right. that's the main idea today. I mean, you have to look at what you believe in and see where there's a problem and try and advocate to make a change. I mean, that's the simplest thing, and that's going to cause the best world. I mean, yeah. if people are starting to speak up for themselves, people are starting to do what they believe is right, the world's going to be a bit better place every day. Yeah. And it's simple. If it matters to me, it matters to you. If it matters to you, it matters to me. Yeah. And hopefully it matters I'm to I'm not too everyone. sure about that one, but... Hopefully it matters to everyone. <laughs> yeah, what I meant by that, uh, <laughs> if, if, if climate change matters to you, then it's something that should matter to me. And if it matters to me, it should probably matter to you, because we're all human beings and we all... It's good. Like to live yeah. in this earth. I don't know if that would apply to everything. It would, but climate maybe change, not everything. Climate change, climate change, I think it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Only climate change is one of the things. I think that's that, the main idea. Uh, if it matters to you, it matters to me. Yes. And I think that's going to be the quote of the day. Yeah. Quote if it matters day. to you, it matters to me. Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us. It's been your host, Gregor Simoa, George Bacazi, and Paul Muser.